everybody. My name is Allie Schley, and I'm so grateful that you're here. This podcast is called Schley the Day because we're going to talk about all things, how to improve your day and make it the best day possible. We're going to talk about manifesting your best life, changing your mindset so you see the good everywhere in the world, helping you see what gifts you have to offer others, and just overall live your best life. I so appreciate you taking time to pop into this podcast and I can't wait to help you slay the day. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of Slay the Day. I am so excited that you guys dropped in and settle in, sit back. And let's talk mindset. I'm curious if you have an abundant mindset or a scarcity mindset. Now, some of you might be saying, what on earth does that even mean? Because I can tell you a few years ago, if someone had asked me that, I would have been like, "Um, I don't even know what mindset is. (laughs) I don't know what you mean by abundant or scarcity because I just never heard those terms before. So let's break them down. An abundant amount of anything is a lot never ending, right? Like there's an abundance of snow here in Wisconsin. There's an abundance of rain in Seattle or London, right? There's so much of it. I won't necessarily mean that it's never ending, but sometimes it feels that way. Scarcity means a lack of. There's a scarcity of warm weather in Wisconsin. There's a scarcity of sunshine in Seattle, right? There's kind of a lack of. So when we talk about abundance and scarcity, sometimes it's kind of like a no-brainer, like uh, maybe what you think about pets. Like some people, they have a scarcity mindset. They don't want any pets in their life. They don't care. Pets are icky, blah, blah, blah. And someone has an abundant mindset. They love all pets, whether it's a cat, to a gerbil, to a dog, to a monkey, whatever, whatever. Side note, if you're watching this right now, we're during a pandemic and people are all binging on Netflix. And so one of the things most of us, including me, I'm embarrassed to say, have been uh, purging on, or binging, not purging, binging on the Tiger King. So that has a connection with the animals. Check it out. It's bizarre. That's all I can say. But anyway, so some of us have um, an, a scarcity mindset, maybe from childhood. Some of us have a scarcity mindset from being a grown up. But let's go back. If you think about, let's say, even food, for example, I have my children. We have supper, they eat supper, they have a dessert, they have dessert. You know, that's they just go through their normal days. But then um, I have some friends who have adopted somebody and come to find out the child has their lunch, their dinner, their dessert. But then they find that the kids' sweatshirt pockets are filled with food. And the parents are like, I don't understand you ate your lunch, you ate your dinner, you had your dessert. Like you don't need to steal food, you don't need to hide food. Like we have food here. You've eaten. Are you are you hungry? And the kid is like, "Nope, not even hungry." 
But after much talking, they realized that the child had a scarcity mindset because before he was adopted, he lived in a home where there literally was a lack, a scarcity of food, right? That boy only got fed when he went to school. On the weekends or even at dinner, there was often a scarcity of food, a lack of food. So that child, if there was a roll on the table, let's say, he or two rolls, he might take one and put one in his pocket when he was younger and save it for later because he didn't know. Or maybe at school he would snatch somebody else's snack because he needed something for supper. So then when he went and got adopted, his brain, you guys, our brains are developed and like poured into up until we're like seven. That's when a lot of our beliefs come to play. Hear that again. From zero to seven, that's when a lot of our beliefs, limiting or unlimiting beliefs, come to play by what our parents have taught us, what we've seen in in the world around us. So this young boy's brain was wired to think that there was a scarcity. So now he's adopting in a loving home where there's lots of food and an abundance of it, but he is still living on and working off of a scarcity mindset. So his parents had to teach him over time, look, You know, it's not open door policy like eat 24-7, but there is food here and I promise you, you won't run out. And so over time, that little boy learned, okay, so maybe he would just hoard one piece of food um, every meal and then it cut back to one piece of food during the day and then over a week and now he's fine. But that was something they had to work on. And, you know, sometimes parents who have adopted kids might look at that and be like, oh, my God, you're a thief. You're a terrible person. What are you doing? So we really, really have to step back, think of our own mindset, think of our children's mindset and think about are they coming from a place of scarcity or are they coming from a place of abundance? The same thing with love. If a child has grown up in a place where there is not a lot of love, nurturing, hugging, touching, interacting, just pouring into them, they may grow up in a scarcity mindset. So then they don't know how to give love or receive love. So two things could happen. They could be adopted into a home or grow up and go into a relationship and not know what to do with love being given to them. They might be standoffish or they might not want to give love or not know how to give love. Again, they come from a scarcity place. So what I'm here to tell you is whether you're seven, whether you're 77, I want to pour into you today and teach you about an abundant mindset. We were born into this world having so much in front of us, you guys. Some people believe that we are just energetic beings here in a human force. Some of us believe we were a sperm and an egg with a soul and born. And, you know, like there's so many different debates of who we are and how we got here. Some of us believe we chose to come to Earth. Some of us believe God put us here. Some of us believe we chose and then God put us here. Some people believe that you keep coming back. Like there's a million different beliefs and I'm not here to share mine or tell you what you should tell or what you should believe. But what I am saying is we're here. (laughs) We're here in a human form. And you guys, if you think back to when you were a child, I guess, again, this goes back to if you lived in a home where there was abundance, right? 
But there was so much. Before you even got your brain swayed one way or another, there was so much. Like, we didn't even think about it, right? Like, we were little. We toddled into the kitchen. We opened the fridge. We tried to get food. We gave hugs. We got love. Like, we didn't think ever that there was a scarcity. That is something that was taught to us. So some of us have been taught negative thoughts around money. And that's really what I want to talk about, you guys, is money mindset. But in general, there's an abundance of everything because we are energetic beings and we are here to create. And we can create more of anything, of anything. Now, no, I'm not talking about going being a counterfeiter. And I know that I can't just say, I want money and here it comes, right? I'm not ridiculous, people. But we can create a life that we dream of, you guys. We can create a relationship. You know the saying, there's more fish in the sea? I dated this guy. It didn't work out. Okay, I'm done. No, there are more fish in the sea. You date that woman. It didn't work out. Is that it? No, there's more women out there, you guys. There is an abundance there's an abundance of people, right? People are dying, more people are being born. There's an abundance of money. You spend money, more money comes in. You guys, you have to see that there is an abundance of stuff out there. But then you have to put it in your vocabulary and truly believe it. Money is just an energetic source. So that's what I want to really focus on. Money is an energetic source. If you celebrate getting a $1,000 check today, woohoo, I got paid, I got $1,000. And then tomorrow you get a bill for 630 for your dog's vet and you're like, oh, I have to give you my money. Are you kidding me? That's not good. That is setting your brain and telling God and the universe and the spirits and everything that you have a limiting belief. Now again, I'm not ridiculous. I don't love saying, here, take all my money because I do feel happier and more comfortable when there's money in my bank, right? But I do believe that there is an abundance of money. So there's a couple things you can do. You have to appreciate money. You have to use your money with so much appreciation. So. I am grateful that I can write this check for 630 whatever dollars because I'm grateful that there was a vet who took care of my dog. You can even go so far as to celebrate. That took me a while, but I do. I say, yeah, yeah, I'm writing my check. I'm happy. I'm grateful, right? You got to work it. You got to up that vibe and say thank you because I truly am thankful, right? I was at the vet. And I'm thankful. And you know what? That vet deserves to be paid. The vet tech deserves to be paid. The medicine that my dog needs needs to be paid for. So I'm grateful that I have the money to pay for it. But you might say, Allie, what if I don't have that money right now and I have to charge it? Well, then I'm grateful that I have a credit card that I can charge that money because I know that more money will come in and then I can pay that charge. Does that make sense? Can I get an amen? Amen. So you have to be appreciative when money comes in and when it leaves. You also have to know, this is a mantra that I tell myself, money comes to me freely from expected and unexpected places. You guys, twice this week, I've gotten a check from overpayment. So you might say, well, you already paid it. Yeah, but 
it came back to me, you guys, a huge check from um, a doctor's bill for my daughter that then I can pay a vet bill. Hmm, interesting. And then another check for my son's college. I don't know why. We still don't know what we overpaid, but hey, we're, we're, we'll take it back. That's cool, right? So I'm grateful that money comes to me from expected and unexpected. Those were unexpected places. Expected is Susie's going to reorder um, a home cleaning set with all her laundry and soap and all that. And I'm expecting that on the third of the month, she's going to place that order. And then that day on the third of the month, I get a check because we get paid daily. Actually, we get paid twice daily, which is cool. That's expected. Unexpected is Danny messages me and says, hey, I've been watching you for a long time and I'm ready to go on a weight loss system. I'm ready to buy it. That's unexpected money that came to me because I didn't reach out to Danny. That's a double woohoo, right? So why don't you go ahead and try and say with me, taking a breath and exhale, taking a breath and exhale. And one more time, taking a breath and exhale. Money comes freely to me from expected and unexpected sources. I am a money magnet. I appreciate money when it comes to me and I appreciate money that I'm able to use. There is an abundance of money. How good does that feel? If you can get into gratitude about money, you guys, that will up your vibe and that will make you truly start believing. And I promise you, more money will show up. Another thing is, you got to love on your money. You have to trust that there is more money. If you just say that there is more money out there, that's not necessarily going to be believable. Excuse me. But if you say there's more money where this comes from, when you swipe your credit card, although, okay, we're not really out in the real world these days, but let's say you order online or if you run into Target because you need food like me. Um, you say there's more money where that comes from. You are telling the universe that even though I'm spending $30 on my almond milk and fruit, I know that there's more money where that comes from. So I'm appreciative and grateful, but I also am not in like, oh my gosh, I had to spend $30. That kind of like... Again, you can't see me. I have my hands clutched and I'm like, oh, that body language, that vibe. Nope. Shut it down. It's an open body. There's more money where that came from. You have to believe it. Okay. Okay. Now, another thing, another way to help yourself live in a mindset of abundance is believing that you already have it. What does that mean? Listen loudly, because I don't want people messaging me saying, but Allie, you told me to go buy a Lexus. But Allie, you told me to go buy that coach purse. But Allie, no, I didn't. <laughs> you need to live as if. What does that mean? You can spend a little extra and be a little extra bougie without buying the Lexus or the coach purse. So for example... Um, let's say you love Starbucks. You could buy, and that's kind of a luxury to you, right? Then you could buy a Starbucks once a week and feel like, look at that, this extra five or six dollars that I'm spending, I got that. It's no big deal. 
The universe, God, money, source, angels, they're not paying attention if you're spending $80,000, or I really don't know what Alexis costs, or $5, you guys. But the fact that you are spending it and feeling fancy, that's what matters, right? If you, um, you could, if you really wanted a coach purse forever, but right now you're like, I'm not spending $500. You could go to the coach outlet online. You could find a wallet that's on sale and maybe spend $50. But you know how you just feel like something when touching leather and nice things, you just feel a little fancier. That makes your overall vibe feel like, oh, yeah, because, you know, in the future, your future higher self will have money to buy those things. Now, whether or not you choose to spend money on those things, that's a different story. But you will have that money, that extra to buy special things. What about your nails? Perhaps you don't want to spend money or you really can't spend money every month getting your nails done. So maybe when you do something amazing, like if you're in college and you finished your midterms, go do your nails. Or if you're in a side business and you hit a promotion, go do your nails. Or if you're going to a wedding. But once in a while, do that extra something and then you'll feel bougie and like you you made it, right? That is living as if. Now, right now is an amazing time to live as if. Again, God and the universe and angels don't really pay attention to the difference of what's real, what's our thoughts, because our thoughts are our reality. So I'm going to do this later. I'm going online and I'm going to go to coach and I'm going to look at all the beautiful purses and I'm going to go to Pandora and look at all the charms. I'm not buying any, but God and the universe will just see me looking at that and that ups my vibe. Does that make sense? In the past, before I ever got my first coach purse, I went to the coach store. I thought this was ridiculous, but I loved it once I started. I went and I tried on coach purses about four different times, and man, I walked different. I had my shoulders back. I walked proud, like, look at me. I want to be a millionaire so freaking bad. And I was. I walked like I am a millionaire because I'm going to be one. It's just taking longer than I wanted, and that's okay. I mean, I'm only 50, you guys. Hello. I got a long time, right? So live as if, but do not go spend all the money. Just live as if. Don't do one little thing every week. Another thing that's really helpful to show the universe and yourself that you believe in an abundance of money is spend some money. You guys. There's a story in the Bible about this woman and she had like nothing and I think she put her last three pence in the temple um, little money offering, right? That's all she had, but she knew there was more out there. Now, I'm not saying you have to tithe the church or give to the temple. I'm not saying you have to go buy all those expensive things or give your last penny away. What I'm saying is trust the process. So every week I used to do Wealth Wednesday and I'm kind of embarrassed to admit I've forgotten. I've fallen off the wagon. So even though I'm home, I'm going to start again. Every Wednesday you give money to a stranger. So it may be a little harder while we're home. You can give $2. You can give $5, you guys. I would pay for the person behind me in line. 
I would leave change in a bathroom somewhere. I would donate to a foundation. Just do something that you're giving money to a stranger to better their life. Now, if you feel like, okay, I'm not getting out at all. I don't know strangers. I don't want to donate to random things. Then send a $5 Starbucks gift card to someone. Send a $5 gift card from my business or some other online business that you know to someone. Um, Buy a mug. I mean, there's so many different things you can do, but go bless someone. And by you just giving a tiny amount, I'm telling you, I mean, it could be $100, whatever you're comfortable with. You, it opens you up to realizing there's an abundance. And the more I give you guys, I swear the more comes in. I swear. And I listen to my downloads. If I hear God saying, give $40 to that can-do canine, then I will. I'm donating to them this month. That's the company that gifted my daughter with her beautiful Sarge service dog. If I got a download that says, Uh, give $5, then I would give $5. It's whatever I feel in the moment. So I hope those ideas are helpful. I'm going to recap really quickly here. Know that the sense of scarcity and the sense of abundance, a lot of that came from how we were wired as kids, but we can change that. So before we get mad at anyone, try to really look at why they're doing what they're doing. And if they're coming from a source of a sense of scarcity, help them work on their mindset. You can work on your mindset by appreciating money, appreciating what you have. Give thanks, know that there's more that can come from, do mantras, um, say there's more where that comes from, give to others and live as if. If you have any questions or you want a list of more of these goodies, I have many. And we're going to talk lots more other times about our money mindset but that's just a little touch on it for today. I hope you know that today with everything especially going on, our stocks are going down. Some of us are out of work, but I promise you this will turn around and there is an abundance of money. Open your eyes, look around for it. There is more money where that came from and money flows to me freely and easily from expected and unexpected places. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with friends. Please take a picture of this um, episode. Tag me on Instagram at Allison underscore Schley 5. Find me on Facebook and let's connect. Have a beautiful day.